Hey everyone, welcome to the Lifeway Kids Podcast. My name is Jeffrey Reed. I'm with the Lifeway Kids team here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am with Jeremy Eccles. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, thanks for having me today. I'm excited to be with you. Glad you're here. Jeremy leads uh, our Centric Kid team. Uh, Obviously, on our team, he'd be the one to come and talk to us about this topic today. It's a topic, too, that's really personal for me. I um, did not grow up in the church. And someone invited me to a camp uh, when I was in high school, and I went, and it's where I heard the gospel. It's where it's where I responded and gave my life to Christ. And so I've been passionate about uh, camp and, and churches taking kids to camp. Now, I will say this. I had some negative experiences at camp when I was little. In fact, so much so that I believe I turned down the first three or four invites to go back throughout my life. But I finally in high school said, yeah, I'll try it out. And it was such a good experience that I keep coming back for more. Uh, I'm so grateful when you asked me to speak at your camps, Jeremy, because I get to like kind of relive it and I've gotten to take my kids there and it's just been amazing. So I just real simple, uh, wanted real simply wanted to give our leaders uh, five tips for a great camp. Now, I know that not everybody goes to our camp. There's multiple camp organizations. And so this is applicable to any leaders that kind of do their own camp or that are taking kids to camp. Obviously, we'd we'd love for you to come to ours, but this is just to benefit you guys that do take kids. And it might even convince some of you that are on the fence about it, how important camp is. So, Jeremy, I'm just, I'm really going to hand it over to you. I'd love for you to give us uh, four or five tips on uh, making camp an amazing experience for kids. Well, we'd love to have you guys join us at Centricid, whether you do your own camp. Um, and I think you said it well, folks who may be not sure, haven't done overnight camp before in the past, um, hopefully this will help you prepare because we want it to be a great experience every time and not be one that, uh, like you said, that you had a, a so-so experience at camp. So here's my here's my five ways to help make sure that it's great. One uh, is kind of starting super logistical, but number one, secure the date. Um as a leader, you've got to see farther and see things earlier before the parents or the kids begin thinking about camp. So you've got to get it on the ministry calendar. You've got to get it on parents' calendars. You've got to arrange for transportation to and from camp. Make sure it doesn't overlap with VBS, youth camp, mission trips. What do you recommend? So if, say, summer camps, let's say it's the early summer camp in June. We have some in early June, and they go all the way through August. But what is a good time for a leader to be not just thinking about it, but to pull the trigger on, hey, we're going to, this is the one we're going to go to. We've got churches that will reserve their spots at Centricid a year in advance. Um, and I've even got some churches who will contact me in the spring and some of them even in the winter of, year we're looking half. like 18 months in advance. Yeah. And uh, even though they can't necessarily, you know, sign on the line and get registered yet, they just need to know so that they can book their dates and, and begin planning. Summer fills up so quick. But not just at church. Uh, Families have a million things going on from baseball and softball to music camp and family vacation. So secure that date, communicate it early and often so camp doesn't slip up on you or on your families. What about promo to the church? Uh, when, when should a leader start promoting it? So they've decided the date. Uh, you know, a lot of them will wait until some, some wait until Easter, which really can hurt with sports camps. When should they get it on the calendar of the church and the leaders? Well, you've, you've read, led, led me right into my next one of prepare in advance. And I think promotion's a big part of that. Uh, and it's different for different churches. Some churches, uh, camp is a part of the culture. It's a part of their normal rhythm. And so parents may be asking about it a year in advance. Other churches, they're like, man, 
our parents aren't thinking about this till February or March. And so they don't beat them over the head with it all through the fall and the winter. They wait until parents are really beginning to think about it. So it, it really, in my observation, it's dependent on the circumstance. Like if you've been doing it for a while, everybody knows camp's coming. It's coming this time. We'll start filling it up. They just need to get the dates but on their if it's calendar. New, you should probably get there as early as you can. I lean toward earlier. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes you can make is take the the pre out of prepare. Um, sometimes people just wait till the last minute, and then it's harder to get on parents' calendars. The kids aren't as available. Um, even things like the the paperwork, the release forms, they can be pretty easy to handle unless you wait till the weekend before going to camp. Um, you know, so parent meetings and even having those scattered uh, throughout the the spring really helps. A lot of churches will plan two or three parent meetings to answer questions, to talk about packing, help everybody in the group, kids and parents, get ready for going to camp. Um, I think it's easier to prepare than to take all the questions on the fly at the last minute. And if they stump you with a question, if you're coming to Centricid, there's still time to call us and we can help. We can help you with those parent questions. If you give us a ring, then uh, that's what we're here to do is to make it easier for you to get to camp, not harder. All right. Uh, what's next? So number three, uh, go all in when you're at camp. So I see leaders who like to go take all the pictures and sit in the shade. And I just think, man, you're missing out on an opportunity. Kids want to hang out with you. And at camp, it's really a great opportunity to, to do that because you aren't the boss in the room for once. Most times when you walk into the room at church, you're the leader. Everything hinges on you. You're giving direction. You're responsible for it all. When you come to Centricid, for example, um, we're taking care of the program elements. We're taking care of the details so you can just hang out with your kids. Kids want to see you be a part of OMC, which is our large group recreation game. And where else besides camp will kids be able to put shaving cream on their adult leaders and give them Yay. a water balloon and, and do those types of things? Sounds great. Thanks for that encouragement, Jeremy. No, <laughs> no it really is fun. I, when I'm, even when I'm camp pastor, I go out and run around during OMC. Which uh, What's OMC? Because some people listening may not know what OMC is. OMC stands for Organized Mass Chaos, and it is our large it's group kids game. kids ministry, by the way. It's but. a staple game at Centricid every year, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. You have to see it to, to really get it, but imagine uh, everybody out there, the whole camp, whether it's you know, 600, 700 people, they all know exactly what they're doing any given time, but they're all doing something different. And so it all happens at the same time. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of fun. So it is organized, but it is mass chaos. It's a lot of fun. But, but it's a great example because uh, kids will engage, I believe, even better with you as a teacher and a leader and a minister if they've been able to hang out with you and have fun with you and realize that you really are a real person not just the person that's always up front, always teaching. And um, and please don't be that person that's just always telling them to sit and be quiet. Be the leader that high-fives and hangs out with them as well. Yeah. All right, hit us, hit us another one. So number four, how to have a great experience for your kids at camp. Seek out those intentional conversations and relationship-building moments while you're at camp. So I've said go all in and, and, and get messy and, and, and you know do the shaving cream and all of that, but also – Use that time. It'll be a better week for you and, and more personal and relational for your kids if you seek them out. Don't just hope that it happens. Um, be intentional. You've got time with kids that is structured and unstructured at camp. And uh, as I said before, you aren't responsible for everything that goes on in the room like you are at church. So you can be more relational. Um, I think also knowing that um, kids are going to hear from God in a different way, or, or maybe they're at least going to listen to God in a different way. 
you are right there. Be ready and be poised to jump into those conversations. And uh, don't just talk about their favorite sports team or what's your favorite color or what are you doing when you get home. Talk about what you learn in Bible study today. How's God teaching you about prayer? Is there anything that uh, you need to, to do differently or change in your life because of what God's telling you this week? If you're seeking out those intentional conversations, then, uh, then I, I think that you'll see some really neat ministry results come out of it. Um, leaders who just happen along, um, you know, they have a so-so week of camp. But I love it when I see a minister that is a heat-seeking missile for kids who are looking to make decisions for Christ or kids who just have questions and uh, need to understand their faith better. Yeah. Uh, give, us, uh, give us one last tip. Last thing I would say is follow up. Uh, it is so important to follow up after camp with those kids who made decisions, with those kids who are asking intentional questions, um, even with those kids who are your regulars, uh, you need to follow up with them. Um, I believe that, uh, and I've stolen this from Jerry Woolley, who's the VBS guy who does a lot of VBS training. He's shared before uh, in the context of VBS, it, it's not worth doing VBS if you aren't going to follow up afterwards. And, and I've adopted that for mm -hmm. camp as well. I don't think it's even worth going to camp if you're not going to follow up on the opportunity. Uh, we love having a mountaintop experience in the part of, uh, in the process of going to, to overnight camp. However, don't let that mountaintop be followed by a, a valley and a plunge back to real life and normal life that's a valley. Um, if you follow up, you're intentional about helping kids grow and uh, live out those decisions that they've made at camp, then that mountaintop could be just one peak on their growth journey as they continue to climb in growth uh, and in, in knowing the Lord better. So I think if you're going to go to the effort and the expense and the time to plan and go to camp or to do your own camp, then you absolutely must follow up afterwards. And uh, that way you'll look back and know that camp was great and uh, God worked in the lives of your leaders and, and certainly in the lives of your kids. Dude, that's a great word. You mentioned that mountaintop. We've done an entire uh, podcast on uh, the mountaintop experience and the importance of that. And many people think that it implies you're coming back down to where you were and a, a good, a spiritual mountaintop experience for, for the believer or for a kid who makes the decision to follow Christ at camp. The, va the valleys are way different from, it's not the same and their lives are not the same. They're changed. And, uh, your words today are going to help leaders, I think, um, make the experience even better for them. You know, we have hundreds of kids uh, come to Christ every summer at our camps. It's why we do what we do. Um, hopefully that's why all of our kids' ministry leaders listening do what they do. And so because the mountaintop experience is so pivotal, we, sh pivotal, we should put as much as possible into it. So thanks for your insight. Thanks for those points. Where can we uh, find out more if, if any of our leaders are interested in CentraKid? Where can they go? CentraKid.com. That's C E N. T-R-I-K-I-D.com. CentraKid.com has videos, and, and we blog there every week. We're blogging new stuff, uh, which is resources and tips and game ideas for leaders like you guys. And, uh, you know, if if you've done your own camp and thinking about maybe having a few months of your life back by letting us program camp for you, come visit us for a day. You can look up all our dates online. Um, just contact me, and I'll be happy to set you up, and we'd love to host you for a day if you'd like to come preview CentraKid. Or if you guys have uh, have scoped us out for a while and you're ready to, uh, to to join us at CentraKid this summer, then we'll do the hard work of preparing the camp program so you can just bring your kiddos. You get to spend the week plugging into them, being with them, 
playing games with them, seeking out those conversations, and uh, together we will see God work in their lives. Dude, thanks so much for those tips. Thank you guys for listening to the LifeWay Kids podcast. We're so glad you've given us a few minutes of your time. We hope it was beneficial. And I hope you'll consider uh, the value of taking kids to camp and how important some of these uh, preparations are for it. Uh, thanks again. My name is Jeffrey Reed uh, with the LifeWay Kids team here in Nashville. Our greatest hope is that God will use you in ways bigger than you can imagine to reach more kids and families than you ever thought possible with the hope of Jesus Christ. 